Hello, kings and queens, and thank you for tuning in to the Finding Motive podcast with your girl, T. I hope everyone had a lovely day today and is enjoying their evening as well. I was just thinking to myself today about a conversation that I had with a good friend of mine regarding healing. She said, healing is an everyday thing and happens over a lifetime. And shout out to Bree Sade. And if you guys don't know, you better get hit because she definitely has a podcast of her own called Intent. So y'all make sure y'all check it out. But going back to what she said, like, that's so true. And I believe sometimes people may tend to think that healing can be something that happens quickly or just overnight. Like, boom, I'm healed. When in most cases, that's not the case. Then, you know, sometimes they may find themselves triggered one day and that very thing that they thought that they were healed from resurfaces. They may beat themselves up about it and frowned upon it like they failed. Yes, it may get better over time and easier to deal with the things that you are coping with, but healing is a lifetime deal. Our trauma doesn't necessarily have to define us, but it is a part of us. And learning that and understanding that is important to help you down the path of healing. I would like to share some things with you that you can do to help with the process of whatever you may be going through and helping you along the path of healing. All I ask (laughs) is that you be open Please be (laughs) open-minded. Some things may not work for you, but keeping in search for other aspects that can is very important. It's always nice to have a group of things that may, you know, work for you. So you can be able to move and shift between those things. I know even for myself, one thing that has worked for me previously in a moment or in a particular moment, whatever that may be, may not work for me now in the moment that I'm in. So having those resources and those things that I know in my back pocket, I can shift to something else. That's why it's very important to be aware of what works for you or have worked for you. So before I share, I just want to say one of the first aspects that can open up your healing path is exploring forgiveness. (laughs) I know this might sound cliche, but forgiveness is key. And of course, you all know it's not about forgetting about what is, but it's about reflecting what can and could be. And what I mean by that is your future. It's allowing yourself to carry that trauma and pain and bring in a sense of light to it, to bring you peace as you go throughout your life. And that's really forgiving anything, whether that's just life expectancies that you can't control, people, or even ourselves. I feel like forgiveness really is one of the many doors to be open in your healing journey. I'm not saying like you can't 
walk in your healing journey without having forgiveness. But I believe exploring this can really open up your flower to bring you peace. Another aspect I really believe is essential is being open-minded. I know a lot of people who are set in their ways and being a person that was what set in her ways, <laughs> I know how this could be. Really just being open-minded is a very beautiful quality to have. I always tell people, you never know where your open-mindedness can get you and what road you may walk upon, not just for your healing journey, but in other parts of your life. Just being willing to explore some things may be uncomfortable, which is okay. Because change may always be uncomfortable because you are embracing the unknown. Some things may even sound weird, may even feel weird, and just be like, whoa, (laughs) no, what is this? But that's okay because it's different and you are not sure of it. But as you all are allowing yourself to go down this healing journey, please analyze really just forgiveness and being open-minded. So with that being said, I'm going to share some things that has worked for me and also what has worked for other people that I have talked to and collaborated with. The first thing that I know that I tried in my healing journey was meditating. Meditation. And when I tell y'all that meditation is just such a beautiful thing, and it's really no right or wrong way to do it. I think people sometimes has like have this illustration that meditation is sitting with your legs crossed, you know, Indian style, <laughs> with your hands out going, mm. <laughs> yes, it can consist of that. But there are other ways, whether, you know, that's going to a sacred place, cleansing your atmosphere, laying down, analyzing your thoughts or just sitting in silence. I know me personally, I have meditated before class, walking down the halls, in my car. I have even meditated at my desk. Meditation can be just reflecting inward and being in tune with yourself. Which, another thing that I have tried, brings me to yoga. Yoga is to yoke or to unite. It's really a practice for everyone. And it's just being aware of you, your inner self. And I have talked to a lot of people. And I know people have shared with me that yoga is really frowned upon. Because some believe you are giving praise to something other than the higher being. And that's in our religions. Like some religions really just frown upon yoga like it's just bad. But yoga is really just truly a practice that promotes self. Which brings me to sound healing instruments and music. This is another thing that had worked for me. And I'm not going to lie in the beginning, I can say, going back to that change, it was uncomfortable because I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? Um, And, you know, 
this can also be frowned upon because it has the word healing in it. So it's like, oh my goodness, you're you're practicing this and you're just some God because you healed somebody with with sound instruments. And it's really not like that. It's just really another form of meditating and just really being in tune with it. It's like music. You know, we all like we all like music. Everybody likes music, right? It's like music. Whether whatever genre you like, sound healing instruments is just another genre that you can play to help you along your healing journey. I also had tried crystals. Now, <laughs> this is another thing that could be weird and oh, you know, what is this? But crystals and rocks, whatever you want to call it, is really just a form of having an atmosphere with a variety of different energy sources around you. Everybody looks at me weird sometimes when I say this, but when I break it down to them, they understand. Everything around us is energy. I don't care what nobody say. Everything around us is energy. That lamp that's by you, energy. The bed that you're laying on, energy. The lights, energy. The floor, energy. This chair, energy. Everything around you has energy. And having something that comes pure and raw from the earth, which which is the crystals, and just having it around you can promote good energy and higher vibrations. And I'm not going to dive too in because I can talk all day. <laughs> but if you guys are interested, hit me up and we'll have a deeper discussion about whatever I just touched base on, whether that's meditation, yoga, sound healing instruments and the crystals, because that's just a whole nother topic <laughs> in itself. Another aspect that really helped me in my healing journey is having a good support system. This is big, y'all. Big. As humans, we love attention. We love connection. We need love. And having a good support system around you is very, very important. A trusted, let me add that in, a trusted good support system. I have a group of people that I know I can go to right now. And I know what person will provide me with the things that I need at the time. For example, I'll give you a couple. My mom. My mom is my world that's my rock I know that I can go to her for anything she my mom so her tendencies might want to solve something she might have the energy to solve so I know if I need an opinion or something that needs a solution I can go to her my brother Shiloh that's my right hand man (laughs) but he is somebody that kind of gives me that tough love you feel me i'll go to him he'll tell he'll look at me like bro what the fuck bro like you a motherfucking queen bro you better prick your crown up you better realize who the fuck you are like he kind of give me that tough love my best friend jay 
my road dog, man. She, man, we can sit in silence together and just sit there. We can cry together. I can tell her anything. She's just that listening ear. And I know she's going to listen. She may not always have the right things to say, but I know she's going to internalize it, not just for me, but within herself. And that's big. My other best friend, Shay. She's just like Jay. We, I can go to her for anything as well. We going to sit there and we might cry and then just start busting out fucking laughing. <laughs> like she provides me the jokes and the get up. She to pick me up. You feel me? My friend Juju. Man, <laughs> he is my deep intellectual friend. We can talk about weird shit and I know I don't have to be judged. My friend Nay. She the go-getter, you feel me? We both in school, we both working, we always want to learn new things. She the type that I know that I can look at her and we can reflect on, look at where the fuck you came from. Come on now, queen, look at where you came from. I know I can go to her for that. But anyway, that's just some examples. So having a good support system is a big deal. Which also brings me to... A video that just sparked in my mind it is a video about knowing the difference between empathy and sympathy so empathy drives connections and sympathy drives disconnections I'll try to link the video so you guys can watch that because I think it was very I think that was big for me like very important in my journey when I shared that video to my trusted support systems because not a lot of times that people know the difference between sympathy and empathy and knowing the difference is very important on how they reflect to you and how they provide whatever you need at that time. And I just want to add before I move on to the next one is also just being real with your support system on what you need at that time. <clears throat> um, I know what helped me was just sometimes... You know, we don't want a solution. Sometimes we just want to talk and we just need somebody to listen. And I found that very important when talking to my support system. I would go to them and I would say, hey, like my mom, like I said, she always want to have a solution. I'll go to her and be like, mom, listen, I don't want you to find no solution. I just need you just to listen. That's all I need right now. And just really just being transparent with your support system on what you need at that time is important because they can't read your mind and sometimes they can't pick up on your cues and it's okay we're human that is okay not everybody's gonna know what you need so being able to share that is very important outside in nature outside is big we all need sun, need vitamin D, period. Going outside and just really enjoying nature. Now, when I say this, this too might sound weird. Just going outside and looking around and just really just appreciating life. Like, wow, you know what? I am alive. I'm really here. Life is beautiful. And sometimes we tend to lose sight of that. Really just look around. 
look at the grass, how it's blooming, how the wind just makes it shift left and right. Look at the flowers. Like, damn, that color pretty as fuck. Look at the sky. The sun is out today. Or even if the sun is not. Dang, look at the moon. The moon's shining tonight. Look at the trees. Just really breathing in the air and really just feeling your chest move up and down. Bring in awareness to our bodies. I know me personally, again, this might sound weird. I look, at, I look down at my arms and my hands like, wow, like, I'm really alive. Like, bringing awareness to my fingertips, to my toes, to my legs, to my arms. Just really enjoying that I can move. I can be here. I'm really analyzing the outside and the nature. And sometimes we need to be still. Just be still, just sitting there, being still, and just reflecting on the little things that we may lose sight of. Sometimes we, we may lose sight of nature. Looking at the birds and the animals, like, looking, we lose sight. We lose sight of that sometimes. And that's okay. But we need to bring awareness back to that. So just really just going outside and enjoying nature can help. Also, Knowing when to be alone and when to be surrounded by others. And it's very, very, very important to have a balance. And being an individual that had suffered, not had, had, and still is, to be honest, with depression and anxiety, I know me personally, there was moments where I just locked myself away and didn't fuck with nobody. Leave me alone. I'll ghost everybody. And sometimes that is needed. And sometimes it is not. So really just reflecting on having a balance. We need to have that balance. Sometimes you may not want to be around people. But that is very much what you need at that time. You need to be around people to get you out that funk to uplift you. And sometimes you just need to be alone. And just, and that's okay. And don't let anybody tell you that that's not okay. Because I know even down my healing journey, you know, sometimes with my friends and family, they took it personal. And I had to explain to them, it's nothing personal. It's just, I got to be alone right now. But again, just having that balance between being alone and being surrounded by others, because you need both. And you just need to know when and how to balance that at a healthy level. Fitness. Fitness. Working out and just being in tune and being in motion with your body is very much important. Because when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you look good. Vice versa. Period. And just fitness gets your body pumping. Yo, your hormones, your endorphins, your whatever other chemical balances in your body, it get it pumping, you feel me? And you feel good. That shit feels good. And I know sometimes it can be hard to get to the gym, you know, time, this and that. Do some little exercises in between some things. You don't got to go to the gym. You can do it at home. Just get your body moving. And that brings me to what you eat. Hey, y'all, y'all seen this? 
this trend. I feel like some people just want to hop on the trend with the higher vibration foods and low vibrations. But outside of the trend, <laughs> that's very much real. When you eat sugary shit and junk food, you're going to crash and feel dead ass just black. When you eat higher vibration foods and also in- incorporate your herbs, your body is going to feel great. You drink more water, you're going to feel great. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Change your diet and be active. You're going to feel good and it's going to help you along your healing journey. So this next thing, subject, might be a little, eh, some people might disagree or agree. I feel like it's very much important to know the difference between self-care versus maintenance. And I always have this debate with my friends because for me personally, this is my opinion. Again, you might not agree and that's fine. I don't believe that getting your nails done is self-care. That's maintenance for me. I believe self-care is really just diving deep, deep. I'm talking about deep within yourself, within your mind frame, within your heart, within your soul, within your spirit. That's some self-care level shit. Really just analyzing that and knowing what to do to help you bring higher vibrations within yourself. That's self-care. So again, I ain't going to touch too much on this part because I can just, you know, die deep. Another thing on the list is reading. Man, reading for me personally has helped me significantly. Reading anything, whether that's motivational books, self-care books, spiritual books, Zane, sexual books, it don't matter. Reading just really gets your mind going and just really just being able to learn more and having more knowledge of things. And just, it's really a practice that's really just, it's just beautiful. You reading, you get to analyzing your thoughts more. (laughs) You get to sharing different things that can make you happy, sad, whatever. Whatever you're reading, it's it's just beautiful. Reading is just a beautiful thing. Journaling. Again, this might sound cliche, but journaling really helps. Whether that's writing down your thoughts, also coloring. Yeah, we adults, but man, you know how many coloring books I got? Coloring. And you don't have to be no artist, no nothing. Just really just writing down your thoughts, coloring, or just drawing shapes, zigzags, scribbles, whatever can help you. I know with journaling, one thing that helped me was writing a letter to myself. That was the deepest shit I have ever done in my life. Like Aaliyah, that four-page letter shit, that was definitely me. Writing a letter to myself. Writing a letter to my now self, my future self, my past self, whatever it may be. Just writing a letter to myself. Writing a letter to others. Because a lot of the times, it's easier to reflect on a piece of paper than to reflect face-to-face. Or, I'm going to share a little something-something. I don't I don't fuck with my biological dad. So writing a letter to him threw that shit away or I burnt it. And that shit really just lifted a fucking weight off my shoulders. It was crazy. It was crazy. Y'all try it. Try it. Try journaling, coloring, 
and just really just writing stuff down. Another thing that I had learned on my healing journey, and shout out to Julia, my good friend Julia. She shared this video with me, and it was about which narcissistic person are you? Now, pause. Everybody is narcissistic. Everybody. Everybody loves attention. Everybody's narcissistic. It's just about which narcissistic are you? And I'll try to link that video as well because this guy that um, did the video about which narcissistic are you, he really dives deep. And that shit just really hit on a different level. So I'll try to link that as well so y'all can, you know, watch that. But really just analyzing which narcissistic cystic person, excuse me, are you is important as well. Um, it can really help you just figure out where some of your your behaviors come from, where some of your traits start to come out. You know, we all got personality traits. So it really just helps like, dang, maybe you can shift to a different narcissistic person um change create change within yourself like this ain't good this ain't healthy but pretty much yeah everybody's narcissistic and i hope you guys check out that video because that was a good video shout out to julia again another thing that had helped me along the way was positive affirmations i have apps on my phone one is like a daily bible scripture and another one is like just really reflecting in whatever affirmation i need at that time self-care motivational quotes how to get over a toxic relationship etc it just has a whole bunch of different topics on different things that you can just read about and whatever you need that day for your affirmation i also do positive affirmations at night i don't know why i do threes i work in threes i do three cards at night and personally the reason why i'm starting to do positive affirmations at night is because it helps with my nightmares because I had a lot of childhood trauma and I tend to dream about that and I hate it <laughs> really hate it so what really helped me is just doing positive affirmations at night which is crazy to me like I still can't believe like just doing that really just helped me sleep better yeah you know I still may have bad dreams here and there but they're but they're not as like intense as they were and Positive affirmations really just bring you up. It really just uplifts you. Like, you just feel good. Like, mm. you have those. It's kind of like that five to one that I talked about in the previous video. Just shifts your mind to a more positive way of thinking. Now, the last thing that I'm going to share as well. I'm not trying to make it too long on you guys. Sorry. Um, is dealing with your inner child. Not a lot of people are aware what that means or how to. Everybody has an inner child. And it doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, you had childhood drama. Um, because you may not have, you probably had a beautiful child, childhood. But everybody still has an inner child. And really just tending to your inner child is very important. So how I like to think about it is your inner child, like say you drive in a car, you drive in the car, right? Your adult self is driving a car. You always going to have that inner child in the back seat. You need to be able to tend to your inner child. So your inner child doesn't come up 
and start driving the car. And now you in a passenger seat or y'all switch roles and now you in the back seat. You need to be able to deal with your inner child. And I might, you know, make a separate recording for that because, again, that is another topic in itself and I can dive deep. If you guys want more information about the inner child, I reach out to me personally and I will reflect that to you and we can have a discussion one-on-one about that but really just tending to your inner child is very 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 important so you guys know I like my quotes (laughs) and I would like to leave you with the quote and it's for me personally so I always tell people and this may sound messed up but this is facts sometimes We are not responsible for our trauma, but we are always, always responsible for our healing. So I hope you guys love this episode and I hope you all tune in to the next. Peace, love and elevation.